Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain Review. I'm your host, Ren Wadsworth. And I'm Max Monsanto, and we are joined today by Tim from It's About Rock and Roll. Hello. Hi, Tim. Thanks. Doing, doing great. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming in. Yeah, definitely. So, first off, do you want to tell us a little bit about your history with Colorado State University? I heard you were an alum of maybe something super specific to the show you're on right now. <laughs> well, let's say that I was... Uh, involved in KCSU in the early 90s, mm -hmm. and I did the concert calendar, <laughs> which kind of fits with what we're talking about, which yeah. is live music. Live music and radio. It's great. The person who does a concert calendar is uh, here in the office right now, and she thought it was super cool. Super to, cool, yeah. Here we had an alum. Does the, is the station exactly like you remember it? Has things oh, changed? Oh, not at all. This is nothing like the KCSU I remember. And that's probably a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's, what's the, uh, what's yeah, the difference? Yeah, I'm like, what's the biggest change? Oh, well, let's see. I don't see any reel-to-reel -reel tape machines, which is what we used to produce programs at the time. Yeah, lucky us. <laughs> yeah. You've got streamlined equipment, and you've got great stuff here. Right on. So we'll, uh, we'll hop right into the interview here. Um, can you tell us a little about uh, what its rock and roll is and how you uh, came to decide you wanted to collect all these, this photography in one place? Well, the, what we're talking about is uh, I recently put up a new website, which uh, uh, I'm calling a muse museum of music because it illustrates uh, years and years and years of rock and roll photography that, that I've done through the local newspapers and through my own websites. And what I did was uh, I thought I would, um, I don't know, bring together the best of my photo career. And as I started doing that, I realized that uh, uh, an artist isn't always just good one year. <laughs> artists are good many times. And it turns out I've seen many of the artists that I've photographed uh, uh, over many tours. And so I decided to create a thing called a time capsule, which is a design using my original photos and uh, some memorabilia, like my photo passes, uh, to illustrate an artist's career over many years. It isn't just one moment. It isn't just one tour. It's many different moments in many years. Uh, I showed it to a friend of mine who called it uh, collages on steroids <laughs> and at first I was like hmm maybe that's not so good but that's kind of like what I feel rock and roll is like yeah, it's definitely uh, can feel like it's on steroids sometimes that's for <laughs> sure um, I'm curious so you say you've been photographing these artists over long periods of time who do you think changed the most from the first time you shot them to the most recent time hmm well one example I could say is the Kings of Lyon uh, I photographed them very early in their career. They all had mustaches, <laughs> and it was a, a kind of a funny look at the time. And then several years later, I photographed them at Red Rocks. Totally different look. Black leather, slick. You know, these guys had changed quite a bit, but uh, not their music so much. It was still, still rocking. Oh, yeah. So how did you become involved in covering musicians in the first place? Well, I always loved music, loved live music. I've, uh, the first article I published in the junior high newspaper was a review 
of a concert, and uh, I just Which loved concert? it. Uh, it was Grand Funk Railroad <laughs> <laughs> and Black Sabbath. It was Black oh. Sabbath's first appearance in Los Angeles. Wow. Anyway, so I'm writing, I'm writing, and over years, uh, I started writing about music here in Fort Collins for various newspapers, and uh, at some point, someone offered me a photo pass. I think it was for Eric Clapton, an Eric Clapton concert, and uh, I thought about it for about a second and a half and said, <laughs> yes, I'll take it. So I became a photographer, and from then on, I got more and more photo passes and it kind of builds on itself yeah, it seemed like it worked out for you yeah big, <laughs> and it's also big fun you know for a couple of songs anyway you get to be right up front and get the best shots possible and then they get you out <laughs> <laughs> but hey you get to be that close to these awesome musicians yeah yeah and it sounds like almost watch them grow as performance which is a really cool insider perspective for such a like personal performance that is live music it is but that's the advantage of being a, I guess advantage of being a live music fan over many many years is I just keep going <laughs> I keep seeing them and uh, and I, I like the changes that happen oftentimes so um, what kind of perspective do you think that your photos can give that film may not give or taking or like listening to a recording of a live show may not give Hmm. Well, their faces and what the what uh, what they project through their presence. Now, one of the things that I like to do, uh, oftentimes, uh, it's great to get a close up of somebody at the mic. You know, you're very very close. But one of the things I purposely try to do is to pull back and take a photo of the performer from head to toe and get a a, a view of what that person looks like totally you know <laughs> this is what they are on stage so uh, uh, I like to I like the close-ups but I, I would prefer to show the whole performer and oftentimes their body language their facial expressions all that says something above and beyond the music itself yeah so I was looking at your website a little bit and you wrote in a note um, to the readers that you thought your pieces just captured uh, performances a little better than just an individual picture could. And I wondered if you thought that it even could go as far as to say that your pieces showcase a performer's individuality more personally than videos can. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> I think it's a different kind of uh, expression. Uh, you know, f uh, still pictures are are frozen in the moment kind of thing. And in video, of course, it's over immediately. <laughs> it's the, the next image is right there. So I think maybe, uh, maybe I would support that in terms of that the single still image is something you can look at and consider. Maybe that's, that's what uh, produces the individuality is that you as a, uh, a viewer can take the time to look at their face. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to ask you a question that came straight from that. So while I was looking at your, uh, your museum, uh, I really, I really, I think my favorite part was the, um, really 
diverse collection of David Bowie photos you have. Hmm. Uh, you have such a you have David Bowie right at the end of his life. You have David Bowie the height of his career. You have a really uh, you know, long-spanning collection of David Bowie photos. Um, as far as not the not the performer himself, but the shows go, as the the people go around you, um, do you think that with an artist like like a massive artist like David Bowie, you've not only watched him evolve as a performer, but you've watched kind of the culture and the fans and all that evolve too? Oh, most certainly, yes. That. That happens on all accounts. You see artists rise. You see them get more popular. You see the audiences expand, and it's not always the same kind of people it used to be. The The classic example is the Grateful Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw the Grateful Dead way, way, way back in the early 70s, and, uh, well, many times during the 70s, and then I took a break from them for 10 years or so. Went to a Red Rocks concert in 1987 and found that the culture had changed significantly. There was a, like a whole marketplace of people trying to sell dead stuff and, you know, their tostadas and, you know. Yeah, weirdly enough, it keeps going on. Yeah, so it's just the amazing changes there for sure. Uh, in terms of audiences not changing, no, I don't. I, they always change. They always I mean, change. people are getting older. People, younger people are coming in. It's. Uh, I think that's part of uh, the beauty of the whole thing. It's a continuum. It's not just one moment or one uh, year. It's a continuum. That it keeps building. Inspires me to ask you something that I think you might have a very unique perspective into. Um, out of any kind of like band you've you've been photographing for a while, who do you think has has the uh, youngest new fan base out of uh, bands who've been around for a while? Who has the youngest new hmm. fans? Boy, that's a good question. I, I I would go with one of the most recent ones that I saw, uh, a Swedish metal band called Ghost. Oh, I know it was them. Recently, out at the Budweiser Center, just uh, about two weeks ago. And uh, and I, I thought that their audience was quite a bit younger, and yet, it, you know, a diverse number of people, uh, yeah. quite a bit. Uh, the, the opening band, Nothing More, was excellent as well. Ghost is so interesting. Uh, one of my closest friends, who's not a very big rock or metal guy, loves them. They're very mm. theatrical, and he really likes very that. Very theatrical, yep. What's so cool about those bands, too, that have that resurgent of young um listeners and new young fans i think because this is one of my favorite bands not ghost but one of my favorite bands that happens to as well is you have this really diverse crowd of like 60 year olds and 12 year olds and it's just this really cool experience and you've probably seen this a lot with a lot of the uh bands you've gone to too what, what band are you talking about ren blue october oh yeah, yeah uh -huh. i grew up listening to that band and now I listen to it now and it's like a 40 year span and I'm sure that's true of a lot of uh, younger kids going to these bands too they probably heard them when they were younger and I just think that's the really parents cool. play them yeah um, so uh, something I'm a little bit interested in seeing as you're so interested in music and it's such a big part of your life is uh, if you are a musician yourself I am yes uh, currently I have a drum circle that I play in but uh, for 17 years I had a performing group called TBS and Two Fingers 
and we did uh, uh, spoken word along with what we called sound art. It's uh, like it's using alternative instruments. Uh, we did use guitar and mandolin and several other things, but we also used toys, uh, pots and pans. We had a whole instrument created out of lids from pots and pans called the lidophone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we did a lot of touring in Colorado and Wyoming. Were you a Boulder Beat kind of guy? That, sound, that sounds kind of reminiscent of that. Very similar, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we did play in Boulder quite a bit. <laughs> right on. Hey, you know, I, I love uh, an old uh, boss of mine has a great story about watching Ginsburg do Howl. Mm. I, I love hearing about that stuff. Um, we're going to have to wrap this up pretty shortly, but um, I do think we have a few must-ask questions. we got to ask you, uh, what has been your favorite musician to watch? To watch on stage? Hmm. Well... I'll say that one of my very favorites was Tom Petty, a uh, classic rock guy. Oh, yeah. He knew how to pose. He knew how to do everything right on stage. Tom Petty was one of the greats. But one of the funnest bands I've ever photographed, and I did photograph them several times, was the band Guar. <gasps> The metal band Guar. I and just added some of that to my Halloween playlist. Is it? Oh, oh right. yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, they're they're uh, uh, the very first time I saw Guar play. Uh, actually, was at the Aggie Theater here in Fort Collins, and uh, and I'm waiting, and you know, I got my spot close to the the edge of the stage, and I'm looking around and see black plastic, you know, put up on the walls all over the Aggie, and I didn't quite understand what was going to happen until Guar hit the stage and started hitting their water cannons <laughs> and just soaking the crowd. These guys are wild and the costumes are wild. Fortunately, I had a whole stack of uh, real tall guys in front of me, so I just ducked every time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. So with you doing so many big projects and being involved in so much, such as It's Rock and Roll, your museum, um, it's Rocktober. Rock it's about rock and roll, excuse me. Um, I guess we're wondering before we wrap up, what do you have any big projects planned? Anything going on coming up soon? Well, yes, uh, I'm going to continue the the museum idea, uh, the the exhibit that I just put up uh, this month. Uh, is just the start in uh, January. I'm going to do a new exhibit called uh, "The '60s Were 60 Years Ago." <laughs> and it's going to be, uh, well, about the 1960s and the music of that time. And then as time goes on, I'm going to go into other other decades as well. But right now, that's that's my next plan is in January to do the 60s. I, I love that. I, I was thinking for a second, no, they weren't. And I realized they were 60 years ago. <laughs> and I want to do a performance piece with that called uh, uh, 60 Things About the 60s in 6 Minutes and 60 Seconds. <laughs> all right that's pretty funny so we'll see if i get that done all, all right. right well thank you so much for joining us tim is uh, there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up nope it's just fun to be on kcsu and thank you guys for having me on it's been a pleasure yeah. to have you here thank you for coming on so we're going to take a quick break but once we come back we're going to have campus news with max and then we're going to have that interview with neil and i think uh, Max might have a question for the listeners for Neil. Yes, I do. So uh, for our listeners, um, wh for those of you who have been to a film festival or may not have been to a film festival, 
Uh, what's the number one thing you expect to be at a film festival? Text in your answers to 970-491-5278. That's 970-491-KCSU. Or tweet them to at KCSUFM. Once again, what is the number one thing you expect to be at a film festival? We'll be reading your answers out loud, but we're going to take a quick break. 